0: We're good. Hey guys, welcome to Hello Dysfunction episode two hundred and five.
1: Jesus Christ, I'm Crystal. That's Daddy Fat Sacks. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: A.K.A. Potipharia. There you go. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Wild Saturday night. I don't think we've ever done this.
1: It's really late for us. You have no idea.
0: It's really late, dark nighttime. It's a Saturday night. I'm home alone, which never happens anymore. I'm pretty happy about it. Um, I'm home.
1: Mark's out. uh, And speaking of really late at night, it's 8.15. This is very... Fucking late for
0: us. <laughs> no, it really is. It is though. Like uh Buck went out tonight with his friends or with his friend. He has a friend that like moved here from Georgia. Like he used to live in Georgia. Whatever. Probably not a good thing. But I was like, whatever, go. Like, um, I know right. I'm not like, the fun girlfriend that I used to be. And I would just like him to like not feel like a hostage, I guess. So go ahead and leave. Um, but I I said something like, well, I have friends too. Like, maybe I'll go out. And then he's like, okay, well, call me if you go out. And I was like, maybe, whatever, okay. And then I thought about it and I'm like, who the fuck am I going to call? Like, I'm ready to go to bed. I had to get coffee to record this. No, for (laughs) real. Not happening. It's not fucking happening. I was just
1: kidding. No. You just wanted to make, uh, you want to feel a little equal, huh? Yeah, yeah. But they're like, who
0: Who am I really fooling? No one.
1: Yeah. Right. Mark uh went out with went out with a friend for his birthday. So I don't even know where they're going.
0: Yeah, I just oh, got well, I don't know where they're going either, and I don't care. No, I just got off work.
1: I'm fucking tired.
0: Goodbye. Um this morning,
1: um, on my way to work, I stopped at the Kaiser Pharmacy. And it's really packed at the one in Richmond. Every time I go in there, there's at least fucking 50 people in line. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm in there. You have to wear a mask in there still, which is fine. I'm in there. Girl, all of a sudden, the most putrid smell hits my mask. Somebody had farted, okay? It's... And it was it, so bad. It permeated my mask. And I gagged four times. And you don't and gag quietly. No. And I just or or easily. I have a pretty strong stomach. And um it was a sick fart. It was it, a it was an illness fart. It was an IBS fart, a Crohn's <laughs> disease, a fucking constipation <laughs> fart. Like it was so bad. It made me think like I should fucking call the police right now because this is the shit you deserve to be arrested for not shoplifting from the Walmart self checkout bitch farting in a crowded.
0: The gases and bacteria from your body just went in my nose. Like that's so So, invasive. I'm breathing your poop sprinkles right now. Like I'm breathing the air from inside of your asshole. Your asshole air is I'm breathing it right now.
1: For That's that like smell, thing you could do to a group of people, no. And for that smell to go through your mask, it's fucking bad. Oh it my god! So, oh, I was so
0: fucking mad. Yeah, so mad. I would have too. I would have left probably.
1: Oh god! If I didn't need the meds I was picking up, I would. Oh, I would have been mm, <laughs> out of there. I would have knocked everything over.
0: Yeah, on your way out. That's what I was.
1: Oh, so gross.
0: I got pain. another post op massage today. Um, yeah. do was, you like
1: do you like getting massages in general?
0: Um, yeah, like okay, when I would get regular massages, they would be like deep tissue and I would really need them. So it was like a painful thing. Like it would feel okay at the time, but the next day I would feel like I got in a car accident. Yeah. So it's, I it's hate like a process, you know, the next day it's not enjoyable i don't like massages i'm way too ticklish they don't feel good to me oh yeah some people just don't like to be touched you know like that like Not that too. much. But, but this like you know i'm still getting tight and i'm still like um you know i'm still healing so it's yeah. good that i'm still getting them and they they do help so much and so i was able to go today it was raining whatever I made it over there yesterday. I went um, and I got my piercings put back in. So oh, I feel you do. Yeah. I feel a little more like myself. Um, yeah. My septums, I have two and surprisingly they were starting to close and you know, they weren't oh. new piercings. So it was painful. Like last night they were hella fucking sore. I've been having to like clean them with sea salt and water and shit. Treat it almost like a new piercing. Cause they fucking yeah. hurt that's but sucks. i'm happy they're in yeah it's annoying that i had to pay to get them put in because you know they're like the kind you can't put in yourself you need a tool it's
1: mm-hmm. like an
0: invisible hoop and then like the other one has a ball on it so what like, are they yeah t- i can't how much, do myself. They, how much do they charge to put them back in uh like 10 bucks each Ugh and you got Which a is stupid. There, there is a place down like by my house and there's there's a girl that works there that's the piercer that i follow and mm-hmm. she totally would have just done it for free because she took mine out for free but she only works certain days of the week and yeah. like the way my schedule has been lately i'm like let me just go now while i have the chance you know so yeah i went to zebra it zebra is really different i was like telling buck i started getting pierced here when i was like 13 years old We were kids um, re- yeah remember i pierced my nose with the earring and i remember my mom freaked out because she thought it was going to get infected and so she took me to get the other side like professionally done instead if i agreed to take that one out <laughs> so i did but there's it's so fancy in there now and it's so fucking different yeah. it's like bougie it's so bougie in there and it's like it's it's not telegraph is sad telegraph in berkeley is not be
1: no it's a it's a gentrified hipster Zebra.
0: all the food good food places are gone all the good Long. shopping is gone all the punk street people are gone the vendors there were only like two street vendors out What? it was sad what? yes it was sad the the old ass dude that's been there for years that sells patches he was out and then like another block up there was somebody out selling jewelry and that was it and you know those blocks used to be full
1: damn um, we i just I don't know back in the day it was very different I miss what it was
0: yeah I'm glad we d- got to experience like what we did <clears throat> I was telling him we used to take Bart out there and fucking as kids and stay the whole day and fucking yep. smoke beaties and yes, met, Strawberry met hella celebrities at the Rasputin's right there and every time, dude I was think like our mean- hangout
1: uh, we, yeah, hella. We saw hella musicians at
0: Rasputins. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, Rasputins is still there, which is cool. But, um, at least that's there. Now- <clears throat> what
1: I said, at least Rasputins is still there.
0: Yeah. And you know what else is there? Is you remember Anna Perna?
1: I loved that head shop, dude.
0: That's still there, too.
1: I used to love to go in there and look at the fucking dildos and shit
0: yeah yeah they had sex toys and stuff back then i think now yes. it's smoke shop oh damn see it was fucked up because we went in and i was like do you guys have beaties and this guy there were two guys talking one really old guy behind the counter i think he was the owner and then like a, a little bit younger man in front like talking to him and he was like oh we don't have beaties here i ain't heard of those in so long i said well i used to buy them here and the old man goes I haven't had beaties here for over 20 years. And I said, well, damn, you're hella aging me right now. Thanks. <laughs> I said, that sounds about right, but okay. Like once upon a time, y'all did have them. Strawberry beaties. Yeah. Damn. They would make me nauseous, but I thought I was cool. That and you smoked clove You liked cloves. I still like cloves. I oh. wonder if those are outlawed here too now because they're flavored. They used to make my mouth numb. I would lick my lips, and it, they would just be hella sweet. Mm-mm. They uh yeah. um,
1: They literally Yeah, they literally tasted like fucking
0: the clove spice. You know. I wonder if that's what it is. Probably. Right? Wouldn't that make sense? Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Mm-hmm. I miss
0: them though. Now I'm gonna see if I can find some. Yep. Remember uh,
1: the rainbow-colored Nat Sherman cigarettes that came in a box? There was like, and they had gold filters. It was, you would get like two pink ones, two blue cigarettes. Yeah. Two green
0: Ew, that's a memory unlocked.
1: Weren't they so pretty?
0: What were those? That was a memory unlocked. How did that, ha- what, who made those? Nat Sherman. Nat, they were Nat Sherman's. It. And they
1: were in a box and i brought some with me to your grandparents house when i stayed the night one time
0: oh my and we i was like wow them. these were fancy cigarettes yeah <laughs> i, I might actually them. inhale these ones right wow yeah. right we fucking smoked them smoking was so, so cool back then
1: after we recorded the patreon episode um with uh mr police officer um I went back, because, you know, we had spoke about the episode where we were in the fucking pimp van oh going to my dad's check with Henry. Yes. Uh, I went back and listened to it, and um, it was so funny. Again, it was hilarious. I was cracking up, but it also just seemed like so long ago, like such a different place in our lives. And I got I mean, to think... It kind of was. Yeah, and I got to thinking, how cool is it for the last... It is kind of cool. I'm not going to go back and listen because I cringe. But <laughs> for awesome. like over four years, we literally have an audio journal of our an
0: lives. Of our lives. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's really fucking cool. I could stand the sound of my own voice. I might actually appreciate that and one day listen. Maybe I'll listen on my deathbed one day. Or right. <laughs> <laughs> or when the, when the dementia really kicks in and I don't remember who you are, you can right. play. <laughs> right. Yeah. Something so, like that. I'll
1: appreciate them more then. That episode was called I Killed Alicia Keys. Do you remember that? Yes.
0: That fucking dream.
1: Yes. That, oh that God. fucking van story is just so, that day was just so funny listening to it again. It was a kidnapping is what it was i did not sign up for any of that it turned into the longest day of my life that would not
0: end (laughs) and (laughs) yours it would not fucking end oh god well it's been storming i don't know if it was last night or the night before but oh my god like it was pouring i i went where did i go i think i just went to pick up bunny and then i think we just grabbed food and came home but like going from my car to like the stairwell i was soaking fucking wet my hair was soaking was thursday. wet oh my god i was like this is not the kind of rain that i can handle just no. dumping. you know
1: it was poor so th- thursday i didn't um besides working my regular hours i did an overnight shift with my client right and so I had like, um, a two and a half hour break. And so I went and got food and it was storming, storming so bad. Like just pouring, pouring, pouring right oh. to the point where even trying to smoke a cigarette in my car was like a futile process. Like it just, yeah. oh, it was horrible. So I'm like, I'm going to go to Rite Aid because, the kids had taken my umbrella out the car. I needed a new umbrella. I'm like, I'm gonna go to Rite Aid, and I wore my these neon them neon yellow Nike running shoes. I have, you know the, but the material yeah. is thin, right?
0: It's yeah. breathable
1: material. Even walking into Rite Aid, and I parked right in the front. My feet were soaked. My socks, Ooh. my feet soaking wet. Oh my okay? god, that's the worst. I already. Dude, I'm already battling a sinus infection, I'm on antibiotics, my head was pounding, and now I have wet feet with wet socks and wet <laughs> shoes. Okay. That's
0: fun. I would rather be stabbed in my throat than have wet socks. Wet socks When I very step mis- in water, yeah. When I step in any liquid with socks on, I wanna kill whoever is responsible for leaving yes. the wetness on the floor and it just makes me think like i'd rather be punched dead in my face than feel this on my feet
1: dude side note from my story i caught my kids dropping an ice cube on the floor and kicking it under the refrigerator Oh, and you want to know what
0: i oh, just walking away their dad that's that's a thing their dad but- taught them on that. the counter the other day and i was like hey Can next time you drop ice, can you put it in the sink or something and not fucking leave it right here to create a puddle? That's the laziest shit, I swear to God. That's that shit that really pisses me off. When the girls were like, Daddy showed us how to
1: do it, I was like, I'm going to fucking poke your daddy's eyes out now. Mark's getting his eyes poked
0: out. Yeah, Yeah, you're all getting cussed out.
1: This storming-ass night, mind you, I have exactly what I have on now, My uniform, Hello Dysfunction sweatshirt, hello and sweats, right? Yeah. So I get a Mexican pizza. I eat my Mexican pizza. I drive to 7-Eleven because I need cigarettes, okay? I get out. This this 7-Eleven in the area I work typically has a few weirdos. You know, there's a person outside begging for cigarettes. One might be drinking a 40. Um, It's a very colorful area okay as okay. far as characters right not colored no <laughs> stupid <laughs> there's characters I That's I mean, colorful i know what you mean <laughs> i need to make sure everybody else does but... <laughs> so i go in and i notice okay there's two dudes working i notice there's a white guy standing to my left um he's like I don't know, mid-50s, bald on top, gray hair, but he has Jeffrey Dahmer spectacles on, you know, those thick, yes. black-framed, round ones, right? Wait, he got on a le-
0: that's not black. Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Black-framed, round ones, that's where's Waldo. Okay, maybe, well, you well,
1: look like serial killer-ish, okay? So,
0: uh-huh.
1: Um, he has on a leather jacket, with some jeans, whatever. I noticed this. I walk by and I hear somebody say, there's a few other random people in there, but I hear somebody say, you must know my wife. I ignore it. I'm getting my shit, my Red Mm Bulls. Well, then the man in the spectacles comes up to me and goes, that was me saying you must know my wife. And he points to my sweatshirt and he goes, you know, your dysfunction sweatshirt. And I'm like, oh yeah, white, humor. it's white humor i
0: got oh, it okay <laughs> <laughs> i would have been like who did she look like this person who
1: is she he meant because of the dysfunction right God, so God. i'm like oh haha right and he goes so so what does that mean and i'm like well it's hello dysfunction it's the podcast i do with my best friend and he goes well, you know, like what's what's that? So I'm like, you know, it's like a radio show. We talk about mental health, blah. blah. I, I just go over the spiel, okay? So yeah. then he goes very seriously. He goes, so like, could I set up an appointment for you guys to talk to my wife? And, um, you know, she has some she has some psych issues, but like, she's not taking meds. Can I set up an appointment for you guys to talk to my wife? And it took everything in me to like, not absolutely. It, it, it took everything in me to not scream, laughing in his face like, sir, I can't get my own shit show together right now, all right?
0: <laughs> I'm like, absolutely. Have her call me so I can record it. <laughs> so wait, it gets even better. Imagine so, you find out Mark is approaching a woman saying that to about you. <laughs> oh my God, I would fucking, I'd kill him. Buck like, is he's, having small talk with a woman in the grocery store, saying that about me. Imagine he'd be look, he'd be looking for attorneys <laughs> right. next time. A hospital, I feel it. he'd be looking for a fucking hospital. So he's
1: I, I tell him, no, that's not what we do. I'm he, not a doctor. He, as much as we think we are, sir, yeah. we can't take the liability on if she fucking does something. So he's like, starts going into details with me about his life. He starts telling me his wife is younger than him, um, that she has some psych issues, um, but she's not getting help for them. She's not listening to him. Um, They just recently had a baby. They just recently had a baby six months ago and that, he uh they were going to court because he was going to take full custody but then he decided he didn't want to take the baby fully from its mother he's like i love her she's much younger than me but i really want her to get help blah 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 okay and i said do you want my advice i I had to cut him off because he was talking too much for even me i said do you want my advice and he goes yes i said go to couples therapy if your wife truly is exhibiting You know, psych issues. The couple's therapist will recommend maybe she see a psychiatrist, maybe you do too. But that's Mm -hmm. where I would start, okay? If you love her Mm -hmm. and you truly want help for her, that's what I would do first, okay? And he goes, "That's a good idea." So then, I'm paying for my shit, trying to get out of there, okay? Mm -hmm. Mister Jer meets me outside the Seven Eleven, and it's like. you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. So I'd mentioned I grew up with a dad that had paranoid schizophrenia. Like, I get it if you're concerned when he was saying the stuff about his wife. So when I walk out the door, yeah. he goes, I know you're pretty well versed with mental illness because of the paranoid schizophrenia, but do you know a psychopath? Have you Have you ever had psychopath interactions? And I said-
0: I'm having no. one right now.
1: No, for real. I said, well- My maternal grandfather was a psychopath, but, you know, I I don't know. I possibly could have, but I don't know. He goes, I'm trying to end it. He goes, well, my brother, my older brother was a psychopath. He was a, he was a, my older brother was a psychopath. He was a uh, Wall Street investor for years. He made millions of dollars. Guess where he is now? And I looked at him and I said, dead. And he goes, yep, hung himself. And I said, "Yeah, I, I figured." And he goes, "Have a nice day." <laughs> then he then he starts telling me you how have a good one girl. He goes, "Yeah, you know, I, I I was I had some psych issues when I was younger. I had DID, dissociative identity disorder. It used to be called multiple personality disorder." So right. he's like, "I had DID." He goes, "Because I was incested by my mom
0: and a okay. bitch." You know what? you're dumping on me and i know sir that that's enough all right that's enough sir yeah. what? step back please step, it, step back <laughs> maria this is within five minutes at the store probably i, I three. should not know all of this about your you couldn't wait to fucking say all of that to somebody. tell me so he goes he uses
1: he says my mom incested me so now incest is now a verb at this point he's like she incested me and i'm like i'm squeezing my butthole closed really tight as he's telling me because i'm like this cannot be real life okay so he goes yeah my younger brother had some issues too but he's pretty good he was like i've been good he's like my older one you know he turned into a psychopath because our mom incested us and you know um we all had to get help. She raped us. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, right? Oh, so then, God. I, it made me it made me feel really bad. But also I'm like, sir, gather all your things back in your bucket that you dumped out, please. And,
0: and walk away. And, and then walk he goes, the fuck away.
1: He goes, come on, let's go have a bite to eat. I can tell you a little more. I said, no, no. I went just like this. I held my finger up and I said, oh. no, 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 sir.
0: I said, I'm going back to work. (laughs) No, no. Absolutely fucking not. Sir, you're the one that needs to be talking to a therapist.
1: He goes, can I get your number so we can finish this conversation? I said, oh, no. Do you have Facebook? I'll find you on Facebook. Right. He tells me his name. Right. He tells me his name. While this is going on. There's two cats in a vehicle parked next to mine. This black dude comes out the barber shop to check on his cats. His cats go everywhere with him. It's hella fucking dope. So what the fuck? I'm like, I love that you bring your cats everywhere. And he was like, Right on. Good old it's a circus. Uh, Where the fuck it, were you? For real. Good old Jair next to me, the guy who's been dumping on me goes, I just want you to know, I'm not one of those white guys that's going to call the ASPCA on you. I think it's cool you have your cats. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. And I'm standing next to him. Did he call him brother? Me. Oh my God. No. But the way he made sure to parade that he was not that white guy, I wanted oh, to call Thank you. In car. Thank you,
0: sir. Thanks for letting thank me know. You. Mind oh, you, God.
1: there's a man in the middle of this going, Can I get a cigarette? Can I
0: get a cigarette? (laughs) This is a nightmare. This is a fucking nonstop nightmare for me. I would have just ran. I wouldn't have said anything to anybody. I would have just ran to my car. Oh my fucking God.
1: I get in my car and I drive off and I'm thinking to myself like, Is it the energy I give off? Do people, does the universe purposely put me next to these people because they know I'm like safe and I'll listen? Do these people really need someone to talk to at the moment? Like, what is it? Is this a gift or a curse? All of the above.
0: It's all of the above. Oh my
1: God. Because people really tell me their
0: deepest shit in like five, in like three minutes. Yeah. It's like, Oh, God, that happens to me sometimes, but luckily it never goes that far because I just don't engage enough. Like I I am visibly uncomfortable. I probably look like I got to be sick or something like I don't want to talk. I'm like immediately um, thinking, how can I get out of response? I don't do eye contact. You know, I think it's that you, I don't know, you're making people feel comfortable. I think
1: that's what it is just by yeah. how I move now, nat- just by how I move like naturally. And you know, as he's telling me this stuff in the store, the parts about his wife and stuff, I'm like still moving. I'm getting my Red Bulls. I'm grabbing, um, some ice cream. Like I'm doing these things and he's just walking by following me. and following with you. One thing he kept doing that I had to say something about was he kept, Stepping a step closer to me, to oh, where he no. would be like a foot from me, and I had to finally say, "Hey, you're in my dance space. You have to back up. Like you're
0: <laughs> so close.
1: You've got to back up, bro.
0: If I want to break out and dance right now, you're making that hard for me. How am I supposed to do the running man and you're in front
1: of me like this? Give Seriously, some, Jerry, give me some fucking room, sir." jerry oh my God. You, so you can do the electric slide with someone this um, close to you i can't
0: yeah so you gotta stop interacting with people i think i and then part of me is like well
1: of course i feel bad maybe they need someone to talk to maybe i saved him from fucking driving his car off a bridge i don't know you know i always think shit like that when people unload on you. Yeah. yeah and then i think like oh yay i'll have great stories for the show that's what goes through my head is Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Something
1: God.
0: Well, I mean, I'm glad you're not being triggered by the conversations that people no. are throwing at you. Um, but it's like, fuck, dude. Some people might be, you know? No. And you got to,
1: for future, anybody listening, ask people first.
0: Yeah. No. Even typically. if it's not something heavy like that, even if it's just... Your day to day shit, even if it's just you had a bad day or whatever, you don't know where I'm at mentally. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I have a friend that was kind of dumping on me today and yesterday. And thank God, like he was catching himself and being like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to trauma dump. I'm sorry to dump on you like this, blah, blah, blah. But then he kept doing it. So I'm like, it's good to apologize for it. But at the same time, you got to stop, you know, like, I'm not going you know, go ahead continue. Like, I'm trying to change the subject and shit. And you're still dumping. Um so yeah, yes. listen to the person you're talking to. If they're not like keeping you going, engaged in that conversation, they might not want to have it. It might not be a good time for them to talk about shit like that. You know what I mean? Right. Just always ask, hey, do
1: you have the space?
0: Like, yes yeah, yeah. right yeah. now? You and know, I really even- appreciate when I am asked because I'm like, oh, thank God. Because a lot of times I'm not in a place where I can do it. Right. You know, when I
1: catch up with, friends on the phone and I want to ask about you know something you know that's been pretty rough in their life. I make sure to ask hey do you have the space to talk about your mom right now?
0: Like yeah, do you have the space yeah. to
1: talk about you
0: know That's another job thing. Right now? How about like when you're writing DMs to people and shit too, like ask, have that same courtesy, because even though I appreciate a lot of the love and support that I've been getting from people when I share or get upset on an episode or whatever, I might be having a good day and I don't want you, I don't want to open a message from someone and it's instantly some shit that really fucking upsets me. And I've been having a yeah. good day and now you're taking me to a place that I don't want to be right now. Like, you know what I mean? Don't just jump in. Yep. Um, I know a lot of people mean well when they do that, but like it can throw someone off like badly.
1: Yeah. I, I give a warning, you know, yeah. or ask, Hey, are you, do you have the space today? You know what? I don't, Yeah, it's yeah. just, It's just courtesy, especially with like just how shit the world is and for sure people's own traumas and trying to cope and heal. And you know, some days are better than others for sure.
0: Um, peas and buck had some kind of weird virus stomach throwing up fever virus. Thank God I did not get it, but. It was not fun. Stevie got um, it. Oh, was she throwing Stevie up? Stevie had something. Yep. Oh God. Yep. So peas got it. Um she just randomly started throwing up to where she was like dry heaving all night. I had to like sleep with her. She was hella scared because she didn't know what was happening. Um, like she was could not stop dry heaving. I felt so fucking bad. And, um, like the next day she had a fever in the morning. And then like, I gave her medicine for that. It went away. Then the throwing up started a day later than that. Like it kept acting like it was going away and then it would come back. So she was like going through it for a few days. Thank God she's better now. Um, then Buck got it. And he was like puking, puking, puking. He was scared. He told me he was scared. Like he didn't know, what the fuck was going on? And I was like, you for sure got whatever, like stomach virus, you know. Yeah. The- Thank God I didn't get it. But that well, was not you a good. cried. You right. would have cried
1: if you got it. And that oh, was throw-up.
0: Sure. One hundred percent Um, what I have been dealing with though, you know, I'm on that new medicine. Um, part of the reason that I stopped taking the Lamictal was because it I couldn't fucking see. It was giving yeah. me blurry vision, right? Yep. So now that I started this new one, I don't even know what the name of it is. It's like something with a T. Um, it's happening again.
1: Your glasses do
0: No, no, because it's not an eye thing. It's not like an eye problem. It's being caused right. by a, me- a medication. Right, right. It's really fucked up, but that explains why it's not detectable. When I went to the optometrist and all that shit, and they were like, no, your vision's fine. No, it's yeah. not. Um, so that has been making me fucking a little nauseous and hella frustrated. Cause by the end, I take it at night and like, I don't know, like it just, it, my shit gets so blurry that I can't even read like a phone right in front of me. I have to just like put my phone away and go to sleep.
1: At night. I have hella blurry vision, especially if I've been looking at my phone, but yeah. it's only at night at the end of the day. I can't imagine it being all day. It's-
0: it's kind of like afternoon into the evening for me, yeah. but like if, when it does get bad like that, I just like stay home. I'm not driving like that or anything. I'm not out like right. that, but, um, it's scary. It is fucking scary. I don't like it. And so yeah, I don't
1: really Especially if you keep trying to focus your eyes and it's not working.
0: I'll look away. I'll close my eyes for like a few minutes, open them. Like I'll try to reset my vision. It does not fucking help. So It's really frustrating. I don't know if I can continue this medicine. Also, I'm like wondering how much is it helping me? Because while I have not been exploding on anybody, which I'm happy about, um, I'm still doing shit that's like, I know it's not normal. Like the other day, um, I was on my phone bouncing between like different Mercari, eBay, shit like that, um, searching for German antiques all morning long all like probably four hours because you half- needed german war antiques german antique tchotchkes to where um i'm like bidding on some i discovered i i started i'll show you this crystal i started, I started a painting of one
1: oh my <laughs> god i love you i love you
0: <laughs> because i fucking I don't even know how, but I had this memory of this like weather house that my grandma had. And I was Mm -hmm. thinking, like, when we cleaned out her house, like, who ended up with that? And so, like, I went online searching and then I found out it was a German thing. And I was like, oh, duh, she's German. And so I started like looking up more little shit that she had and found out it was like old German stuff. And I thought that was cool. So I like hit my aunt about it. It just turned into a full fucking obsession consuming my life for four and a half hours mania yes nonstop to where like german mania german vintage tchotchke antique mania um so when this painting is done you guys could really fucking laugh at me i Um, love it because yeah even that happened (laughs) the next day i was like wow i was really immersed in this like fully fully immersed dude so I made a call
1: and I made an appointment <gasps> to see someone about my ADHD because
0: when
1: um, it's uh, they're supposed to be calling me back. Cause you know, they have Good. to do the intake over the phone. Yeah, So I'm going to tell you what finally made me do it. So what? the other day I was with my client. And in a period of 30 seconds, probably a minute, probably a minute, I asked her the same question three times and did not retain
0: the information from the answer. Something very simple, right? But I do that sometimes. And I have to be like, did I ask you this? Because in my head, I already asked you four times. Did I ask it out loud? I couldn't retain it because
1: I'm thinking of other stuff in my head at the same time. I'm fucking daydreaming. Right. My brain is going a mile a minute. And so I asked her the first time she answered. I said, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I asked, I said, I'm so sorry. My brain is messing with me. She knows I have it. Right. And so I asked her again, she answers 20 seconds go by and I go, Oh my God, I'm unbelievably sorry. Please don't hate me. But I have to ask you again because my brain is not retaining the information right now.
0: She's like, I okay, are you time. drunk? Are you drunk? Okay. So she knows
1: she just laughed and told me. So oh before, I, before I went to work that day, I came in the house, I put on my sweats, I went and grabbed my Red Bull out the fridge, I took care of the dogs, and then I was like, where are my house keys? I put them I was on just the camera. You lost your keys and you lost your phone. I put them on the counter. I'm looking. I go back in my room. I go back out to the the garage to look on the laundry. I can't find them. Finally, I, I have to go. I said, fuck it. I'll just, I'll, I'll lock the bottom lock, you know, and I'll just go. I get home after the day that I asked my client three times within a minute, the same question, right? I get home. Mark gives me a hug and a kiss and he goes, I found your house keys in the fridge.
0: Oh, <gasps> bitch. Oh, it's starting. It's happening. It's bad. It's bad right now. So I told you it's bad.
1: I, I fucking called. I was like, I and then you know, we have a friend who is on meds for his, and he said it's it's been great. It's it's been life changing. He wish okay. he would have did it twenty years ago. So I'm like, I'm willing to try it.
0: Yeah, and for see. sure, for sure. Because imagine if you could like like hold a thought or like, you know, stay on track, like for a day. I'm like
1: fucking surviving on chaos.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I know I'm excited. A good update though is I'm still drinking fucking water. Lots of water every day. Okay,
0: but you're drinking that shit that buck called fat people water. You're drinking that water that tastes like soda.
1: But it's not. And I'm drinking regular water. (laughs) But it tastes like soda. It does, but it's it, it tastes like diet. It tastes like crystal light.
0: It tastes but, like sweet. It tastes like
1: flat soda. And but if you look at the nutritional on it, I know it's good. And I Googled it and it's good.
0: And it to counts go. as water.
1: Yeah, but those are almost gone. I already I've been on regular water. And when I drink regular water, um I put um crystal light in it so I can knife it. Okay, well, that's good. So, I don't know. I've been drinking this, is a lot for me, so don't fucking laugh, anybody. But I've been drinking like four 16 ounce bottles a day, which good. is like, you know, that's yeah, a lot I of water. It is. And I know it is. it's gross to not drink water, but no, whatever. i do worse. So, whatever. It's, I'm on it. We're trying I'm still survive at this point right and i'm still on it so good we're going you're making progress i'm still getting fucking headaches so it ain't got shit to do with water
0: yeah i i told you my thing. my fear my prognosis is it's the dairy so i I haven't been on dairy dairy. really i have been
1: eating no cheese no ice cream nada what about cream in your coffee no i drink black always mm-hmm. not and always i well when i drink uh i've been drinking hot espresso lately and i drink it black
0: oh okay like
1: a man like I a was real Say you
0: think you're better than me because that's how you're drinking it lately i'm built for tough do you think you're more of an adult because you <laughs> are drinking it black like a grown-up i hate people like you like an old man my grandpa and then i try to force myself to do it like you bitch you need to grow up too like drink it like an adult and i, <laughs> I eat so bitter and i can't do it i mean sometimes i could do it but i love myself so i'm always gonna put like a splash of like fucking something i have to You're like this needs flavor it needs something yeah it's too harsh mm-hmm. so harsh
1: and now a word from our sponsor better help It's really frustrating how as a society, we were taught that mental health issues were something to be ashamed of. The importance of going to your primary care doctor and your dentist were so freely spoken about and made priorities, but not so much a therapist. And thankfully that's changing because our mental health truly does affect how we live life. It's imperative to keep our brains healthy. Doing things like bubble baths, taking power naps, and meditating, they help. But honestly, therapy is the real game changer. That's where BetterHelp Online Therapy comes in. On the show, we've spoke many times about our own mental health journeys and experiences. And you guys all know how much of a huge proponent of therapy I am. I've used BetterHelp before, and it was super convenient and really beneficial. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You can do it in your underwear. It's less expensive than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. If for any reason you want to switch therapists, you can also do that at no extra charge. Right now... Our listeners get ten percent off their first month at BetterHelp.com/hello. That's Better, H-E-L-P. dot com slash hello.
0: Um. I know you're going to really laugh at this. The other day I was like on the couch watching this show that I got all fucking into, uh, randomly. And he was, I think it was the rainy day. Uh, one of them days when he was like sick or something. And he had like a nightmare and he came into the living room to tell me about this nightmare. Right. And I'm like, okay, what happened? And he has like this serious ass look on his face. And he tells me, that he was in the car with somebody and he was getting attacked by kittens. So I scream laughing. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. And he's like, no, like it was scary. And he's trying to like get serious. And I'm like crying laughing. And I'm like, you're a fucking pussy. And he's like, I said, where did the kittens come from? And he tells me that they were coming out of the glove compartment. I, I mean, wish like, this hundreds happened. Hundreds of kittens attacking him and like trying to eat his face. And then he goes, "They were screaming in human voices." And I was like, <laughs> "I don't give a fuck. That's not going to make me scared." I'm <laughs> crying <laughs> laughing, bitch. He got so mad at me. He went in the room and texted me and said, "Stay out there." <laughs> he called <laughs> <us>. <laughs> <laughs> he was so fucking mad. And I had like wow are you mad bitch are you mad because of the kittens for real because i'm not taking it seriously (laughs) how do you take it seriously how can i not scream and cry laughing when you looking the way you do and being who you are are telling me you had a serious nightmare about kittens baby kittens Get baby out of here fucking cats yes well he got mad he got nonsense. really fucking mad that i was insensitive to his nightmare and he was like you didn't hear me wake up screaming and i said no i fucking didn't i would have died laughing and i would have died he was pissed he was pissed for like some hours to where i had to like let it die down and then tease him about it later so that is my dream that. i would love that, that happen <laughs> you would have like opened your arms and mouth you would have been so happy i would have yelled come to mama babies oh my god he woke up screaming and then tried to send a text like they they had human voices like that was gonna make me feel bad or something no fuck you i'm laughing harder now thank you very much i still don't feel bad now i'm laughing even more that is fucking hilarious i wonder what triggered that nightmare i know you know how sickness dreams be like crazy i think it was just yes. like a stomach flu dream or something i don't know but i thought that shit was hilarious
1: oh i think it's fucking
0: great <laughs> it was coming crazy. out of the glove box yeah, hundreds great. hundreds oh
1: god so funny that's fucking great i love it
0: so the I show, I, I just finished it. I fucking binged it in like three days. Um, it's called Alone on Netflix. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like a Survivor type show. Um, mm-hmm. I say that, but I've never watched Survivor before. But that's... <laughs> like- <laughs> but it's like they're trying to survive. So I only assume it's that. Um, it's 10 people. It's like three bitches and, and the rest men. And they drop them off... It, all separate they're not together they drop them off in these remote fucking horrible locations with impossible crazy weather and predators everywhere and they have to like build a shelter and then kill their own food and fucking survive and so each of them you know they they go until excuse me they go until it runs out like until the last person taps up oh i think i saw
1: i think i saw previews for this
0: I got so caught up in this and that's not even the type of shit I'd be watching, but I just, I was like, let me see what this do. And I put it on and I got so caught up in it. I watched like five episodes in one night. Jesus. Um, And you know, they're not like short episodes, but I was all up in it. I finally finished it today and it's just crazy because they were like each person um they were losing like 75 pounds in like 35 days like Damn. they had to pull some people out of the challenge for losing too much weight one person thought they were having a fucking heart attack like they have a panic button but it still takes hell along for the medics to come get them because they're like alone like on an island somewhere you hold on hold. i'm yeah. sorry. I'll just keep telling y'all it was fucking crazy, crazy ass show, but it was so good. All I kept thinking was I would not be fighting this hard to survive. I would die the first day. I would be like, fuck it. I'm just, I'm going out. Forget it. I would die or I would like press the button and surrender. There was like bears running up on the people, mountain lions, fucking other wilderness beasts. Um, the shit was crazy to watch. Um, and they they provide the each contestant or whatever they are with their own camera setups. So like it's really just their footage them docu documenting their experience during all of this shit. It's snowing, it's raining. they're fucking sleeping outside. They're only allowed to bring like ten items with them, so they have to like pick really carefully what they bring so that they could use it to like build shit and like defend themselves and get food or whatever I don't know but that shit was fucking crazy to watch so now I'm all into it and I want to like look for another season and like yeah I, I would never want to try it but it's just it's cool to watch
1: I would die because sorry my dogs were losing their fucking minds I had to make sure no one was coming in oh to rape me you. Uh, <laughs> watch my um it's just will but i've already said if i had to survive in a situation like that i I would die because i'm I'm not not.
0: hiring to stay alive like there's no way i don't have the will i don't have it in me no no. mark goes go ahead i was gonna say it was crazy to watch because one of these bitches she was like you know i know you would have threw up but she goes I instantly thought of you. She goes, um, you know, we need to have a certain amount of salt in our body every day. Like, it's really important if we don't have salt in like our water or whatever, like if there's a salt deficiency, it could really fuck us up. So what I've been doing, she's like, I'm kind of embarrassed to say it, but what I've been doing for the last three weeks or whatever is I've been eating all of my mucus. Her
1: discharge.
0: mucus her her boogers and shit
1: she means she her knows, pussy mucus.
0: <laughs> and I'm watching it like are are you going to say you're drinking your own piss like what it gets crazy on the show like it's you it's, don't admit
1: that out loud if that's your survival thing.
0: The world. yeah you could have held that but she's like I've been just every day when I have boogers or whatever I just eat all of it and that and that's how I'm making sure that i could still get some kind of salt intake and i'm like you nasty bitch you need to be eliminated today today
1: you don't deserve to be a fucking grown up in charge of your own person yeah. ever No, nope.
0: because you're making bad decisions and it's horrible the winner the winner wins half a million dollars which is like cool but like how much taxes are you gonna have to pay on that but also are you willing to eat your boogers and your discharge are you willing to lose 25% of your body weight and have heart palpitations and possible kidney failure? Like they were fucking themselves up. They were emaciated. When it got to like the last five, it got crazy. Like the medics were like, I'm sorry, we have to pull you out the challenge to like three different people because they were like about to fucking die it was serious because they're fucking they have no their nutrition ribs, they're fucking yes starving. they're fainting and shit they're about to faint their ribs are showing they're like no i think i can keep going they're like no ma'am you can't find food you haven't ate for four days no we have to pull you out oh my god uh, mark mean, and i were it. talking about
1: mark and i were talking about like if there was an apocalypse or like You know, like we're watching a zombie show or something, but like an apocalypse where you really gotta like fight to survive, and you gotta like walk around with ARs and kill your own food. And I and I said, oh, you know, I'm not doing none of that. And he goes, I know, I would literally have to do everything. And I'm like, I I I don't have no, I don't
0: want. Well, why would I want to live if the world's like that? I don't want to live. And I'm not fighting to like I'm on my last leg anyway. Like I'm not fighting to stick around in a place where I already hate being. You know what I mean? I'm like, not, I'm not no. eating my pets, bitch. No, I'm not doing none of that. I'm not doing any of that shit I'm not hiding from zombies I'm not stressing no. my out I was laughing like not too long ago thinking about if a dog chased me right now would I run no I'm not gonna fucking run I'll jump on a car or something if I can but I'm not could you imagine me right now running from a dog I'm not running from shit like I'm old and I'm like tired and I have bad and shit I'm not built to run I'm not running from shit so like if we gotta just if you gotta kill me then fucking hurt up and do it
1: like i can lift like i like lifting weights i can lift heavy shit bitch i'm not running cardio is not my forte i'm not doing it
0: anything chasing me fuck it i'm giving up immediately
1: no I, and i just I, like i don't want to live in a fucking world like that
0: <laughs> no in a world like that. and then have to rebuild it fuck no
1: and, and I have no desire to test my willpower or my strength to live because I know uh, it's not great, so yeah. I'm not doing it.
0: No, thank you. I have no interest in that.
1: Fuck no. Um, we
0: have a, go ahead. In, just real quick, something I saw in the news that I thought was funny. Funny and also fucked up is that new Ford vehicles, I don't know if you saw this, they're going to repossess themselves if you miss a car payment. Don't How buy a how, is that? <laughs> how dare you the car will drive itself back to the dealer bitch you have no loyalty that's what that is i'm not because you. you're makes not, me not you're not down for me at all and it makes me not
1: ever want to buy that brand of vehicle
0: yeah and so everybody else better not take notes and start trying to do the same shit because i feel like that is betrayal i wash you i love you i, I put gas in you i like right. you know and, and do your that's oil change? you that's how you treat me if I miss a payment. You drive yourself to the dealer. Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, nope. Yeah. Did you see
1: the um the is it the matamoros Is that how you say it? I might be saying it wrong. Uh
0: fucking cartel. Um girl, don't even get me started on that shit. That killed them people yes i don't feel sorry for them people not one bit every day different details are coming out about that case and tell me um so i the only lady- saw
1: i i only saw where the four people crossed the border was it like texas or whatever i guess she was getting some surgeries done supposedly mm-hmm. and then um i just saw where the cartel had apologized and left five of its men with the yeah. note, that's all I saw. So okay,
0: so let me I'm gonna tell you their version, and then I'm gonna tell you what keeps coming out. Um, So this lady who has got surgery before, um, was supposed to be going down there to get a tummy tuck, air quotes. Um, no doctor had her scheduled for anything. No doctor had any record of her having a, a fucking appointment with them. None of that. But that's her story. She says that she drove down there with three dudes. Okay. One of which is married and didn't tell his wife he was going. Okay. They drive down there together to Mexico. They are in an area of Mexico that has no fucking surgery centers anyway. Like there's areas of TJ and fucking Juarez and shit that have surgery neighborhoods and shit where they were is not a surgery community. They get into a fucking shootout with some cartel people. Whoa. Um, they get- escorted into the back of the fucking truck or whatever they let her go they didn't harm her at all one of them got shot and survived the other two got shot and died right so um every day new details are coming out they all have a history of some type of drug sales in their record the the woman that was getting the fucking surgery she is like on parole or probation or something she just got locked up not too long ago because her eight-year-old daughter had amphetamines in her system because she had dope out in the house so it's like I have a feeling y'all went down there together also what was y'all doing with guns how did y'all cross the border with guns and you're having a shootout with these dudes like for you to be going down there with three dudes in a gun that ain't in guns multiple that ain't like a girl' security trip i, know, I mean that's, that's not
1: that's not absurd. <laughs> It's not surgery behavior.
0: That's not surgery behavior. And like, who, like, that's like you brought them down there with you for a reason. That sounds like some muscle, right? It sounds like they were going down to do some type of deal. Exactly. And it probably went bad. And they probably mouthed off to somebody and got their asses lit up then another lady just came out and she was in the hotel room motherfuckers didn't even know that she was there there was another woman there american woman that is friends with them um I, I'm like, was the dude that didn't tell his wife cheating with her or something? That's why they didn't disclose that they were with her. She was at the hotel that had all their shit. They left and were like, we'll be back in 15 minutes. She was like, okay, I'm tired from the drive or whatever. I'm gonna take a nap. She took a nap and woke up at like, almost 6 p.m. and they hadn't come back so the next day when it came to checkout time she called the police because she's like there's no way they would have just not came back so she called the police and that's when she started freaking out um by the next morning or whatever but what the fuck were you doing there and she ain't talking no surgery shit so it's like the whole story is real fishy it's pissing me off because it's like there's some celebrities and shit now that are like, oh, I'm never going to Mexico, blah, blah, blah. I'm never, all this like Mexico is the enemy when in reality, I think y'all was down there on some funny shit. They're bringing up that Shan shank Shanquil- Robinson or whatever that girl that got killed, but that was Americans that killed her. That wasn't her, friend, her
1: air-quote friends that exactly. killed
0: her. Exactly. So let's not let that be the example that you're also giving for why Mexico is so fucked up because that then was her fucked it fucked up friends or whatever that killed her. But right. um Yeah, the story is just like every day when I get online, there's some new details coming out about the story. Now, the cartel, they did tie up them dudes, turn them over, and leave a letter with an apology. What I was most sad about is there was a Mexican lady... a young lady she like she was probably in her 20s college graduate like a big like person in her church big on community shit she was the innocent bystander and she got killed and they had a big ass funeral for her you know they damn near paid for it um it's very sad that she lost her life but this, yeah. this shit this shit is weird. You're not in the surgery area. You have no doctor that is has any record or knowledge of who the fuck you are. Can't provide proof of a surgery date or anything. And y'all was out there with guns in a truck. Get the that fuck out of That sounds very suspect. It is. Sure. It is. So, like, uh, if the media is going to report it, like, report everything all together now so that people can see how it really looks. It's not so- just people out there um attacking Americans like that like and fucking off their own money they're not gonna do that they're not gonna make their own spot hot for no fucking reason they don't believe in fucking hurting kids and women like that that's crazy yeah it's bullshit I was just talking to my massage girl about that today like uh that story is real fucking fishy because it keeps changing wow and when i, I want to know out about the kid um the the dope being in the house and the kid getting it in her system or whatever dude. when i found out about that i was like this bitch damn near sells dope was going yeah. down there trying to cop and took some dudes with her
1: the poor fucking kid dude that's foul that's an uh, that's old that mm-hmm. sucks man that's fucked up
0: irresponsible drug dealing
1: irresponsible as fuck I'm not knocking drug dealing at all but how about we keep it away from our children
0: how about you keep it away from where you fucking live and your kids and your fucking family and shit like if you're gonna do it do it right
1: wow
0: yeah Yeah, that's really very yeah so i really i was gonna put that in my notes but then it just made me so mad i was like forget it i'm not because i'm mad (laughs) but i'm glad i put it in mine because i didn't know yeah yeah it's not what they she originally came out saying it was
1: wow that's crazy
0: yeah well we have some writings. you want to start hold on or you want me to start i have some yeah okay Hold on, hold on. Okay. Hey, my favorite aunties. I just want to start by saying thank you. Y'all are a beacon of light and something I've looked forward to ever since episode one. It feels like through any shitty situation, y'all have the encouragement, the experience, and the advice that always just fits from toxic parental relationships to whooping ass. Well now, well now for where I need my auntie's insight. I have recently gotten engaged and found out days ago that I'm expecting our, our second baby. I found out and all of a sudden I'm freaking out between the, we need a bigger apartment to holy shit, how is my firstborn going to react to a new baby? Um, how was your transition from one to three? And how the hell do you fit so much love in your heart? This excited, nervous, anxious mama needs all the advice. Thank you both for always being you.
1: Well, your life's already ruined after the first one. So it's like, fuck it, double down and fucking make it a fucking chaos shitstorm. I'm just kidding. Why stop with one? Do 12.
0: I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, It actually crazy. I always have a good dose of baby fever. I'm uh, baby do. crazy. I want babies right now. Um, I just, yeah, I, I'm like always wanting babies and I've always been like this. So um. I remember though,
1: how I felt when I was pregnant with Stevie and I remember crying because calling my mom and crying because I didn't know how I was going to be able to love another child as much as I loved Naya. Like I couldn't Are you serious? Yeah, I couldn't fathom you because I love that. Her. Yeah, I couldn't fathom because I loved her so much. How am I going to be able to do this for another baby? And you just do like, yeah, instantly. yeah, it's just natural. Instantly. Like as soon as you see your new ba- your second baby's face, like you just do you instantly love them equally. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. It's, it just happens. I will say for me, uh, well, for a lot of people I've spoke to your first, you love your children equally 100%, but you love them differently. Right. Um, not in terms of how much love you show them, but you know, for different reasons, right. They're both your babies, but as they grow, they have different characteristics and they're different little people. Um, but
0: I remember I feel like feeling maybe you later. might not like them sometimes cause I'm gonna be real. Sometimes I don't like some of mine. No, I, I go back and every day,
1: it's a new day of who yeah. I like more.
0: Yeah, for it, sure. It always but you always I, love them the same, but like that, there are some days that I'm like, wow, I really don't fucking like you. Right. And it,
1: the love never changes, but, um, you know, I, I don't have a favorite. What, yeah. whatsoever i have two very very different daughters but that i love equally and it's weird each kid you have you love them just as much as your first one
0: yeah for sure
1: i wouldn't know after two because i stopped because i was like i can't do this anymore.
0: but no it's the same it's the same with all of them like you know you love them the same the excitement is the same like I never had that fear. I never had any fear about introducing any new ones. It was just always full-on excitement. I never was worried. Yeah, I'm just like a natural, I guess. I was never worried about it ever at all. It was just like juiced. I hope it looks like me. I hope it's funny. Um, Right. You know, shit like that.
1: Right. Well, I don't know if it's because I was still... um getting over postpartum when i got pregnant with
0: stevie yeah that would probably you know too. naya
1: and stevie are only like 21 months apart so i don't know if it's because they were so close or because i was still getting over postpartum but i do remember feeling like that and crying about it
0: i didn't even know yeah i was like i was fucking eating ecstasy and shit that's where I was in life at that time. I was in East Oakland. I was in East Oakland dressed like a whore dancing at the uh, Caribbean City. Eating right? Eggs. That's where right. I was. Dodging yes. bullets. Fuck. And driving a scraper.
1: <laughs> yeah, like- you were with rims. Yes, that's where I was in life.
0: Fuck, that's so funny. Um. Okay, I have a write-in, another one. Okay. Uh, no, why don't you do one? Cause these are out of order.
1: So I'm not sure if you guys remember the listener that wrote in a while back and was talking about finding her own, um, identity and how to do that without copying anybody. Um, how, how, like she was struggling trying to find her authentic self.
0: I think it was a super honest write-in. That's why it stands it out so much to me because you never hear anybody like, how do I do what I like, but not, but avoid copying people? You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, how yeah. do I know that I'm doing what I truly like? Like, it was just so honest. I hella love that. It was.
1: I, I really appreciate it. So <laughs> she wrote in with an update and said, i finally reached the episode where this was read and addressed and i wanted to thank you both for your kind and encouraging words i also heard the offer from the listener on the next episode i believe regarding the natal chart astrology reading and i'm definitely interested in seeing what it's about i know i'm like 15 years late but i wanted to thank you for offering to send me the info so if you were the one that wrote in about the natal chart info please write it again and yeah, so, yeah. So I can forward, we can forward it to her yeah um, i've been thinking more about identity and self-expression lately and have been trying to find my truth and stay there if that makes sense being picture perfect on the outside doesn't mean anything if you feel like shit on the inside betrayal of self is the worst form of betrayal there is in my opinion i think the reason you The reason the two of you are so revered in this community and outside of it is because you are both shining examples of what it's like to be unapologetically yourselves and live free. It's inspiring to people like myself who aren't sure where they fit and are smothering themselves for the comfort of others. Because of your influence, I am giving myself permission to just be. Thank you both so much again.
0: I love that
1: don't make me cry, please. Don't cry. (laughs) I do. I really thank you. Thank you so much. Um, one of the benefits of being authentically yourself, right? 100% transparency and owning every piece of who you are and your life is that you will attract people that you truly vibe with when you- put on a mask or you put on a front or you pretend to be something you're not, you attract people that truly don't fit with you.
0: Right. right? And you're going to have conflict and you're not going to vibe and you're not, you're not going to be happy because like you're pretending. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to explain it. You're not being what you really are into. You're not going to vibe with what
1: comes with that. Right. So that's something I really, um tell the girls all three of them is that make sure you're always authentically yourself don't don't pretend to like a band you don't like or a sports team or don't don't lie about um who you really are because then you're you're going to attract people into your circle that really aren't your people exactly you know
0: so i i
1: i wish her so well on her journey of finding herself. And I hope, you know, she can unsmother herself and just be who she's supposed to be.
0: Right. Unapologetically. Yeah, everyone should definitely make an effort to, you know, immerse yourself in what you are into.
1: For sure. Not what
0: other people think is cool or not what other people will approve of, or, you know, like, you got to think about it. How much shit have I done in my life that like people have been totally from family to friends? Like I've had friends disown me for choices that I've made and shit like that. But if I'm not living my life for them, you know what I mean? As much as I still love those friends or whatever, like, I mean, losing friends is part of growing up. Anyway, you grow out of people just inevitable. But, um, at the time, you know, I took it really personal and I was just like, wow, like this is, I'm living my life and how the fuck is my life offending you or what I'm doing? My choice is offending you. Like that was always the craziest shit to me. Um, But yeah, you can't live for other people's approval or to fit in or nothing like that. It's just, you'll be way happier and at peace and just Mm -hmm. satisfied with your life when you're living it for yourself and like going after you gen genuinely into.
1: And, and, you know, we've said this a million times, but, Everybody has shit. Everybody yeah. has shit. Everybody has fucked up family members. Everybody has family dysfunction. Some people are just very good at hiding it, right? Some and when you choose to put the shit on the porch, like it's so freeing. It's hell liberating. It's so fucking liberating. Like there's nothing that anybody can say about me that I don't already know or talk shit about and make jokes right. about myself.
0: Nothing. Right. That's that's kind of like what I try to have Bunny understand and like I hope she gets it and I hope, you know, the other kids get it too. Nobody could weaponize your situation against you if you're putting it out there yourself if you're honest and transparent about whatever nobody could ever come at me like oh you were a hoe blah 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 like you did this you did bitch you know that because i told everybody that right you know what i mean duh bitch like what the fuck do you you can't weaponize none of that to me because i'm the one owning it and you know you only know that because i let you know that like right you people you know no one can use it against you later if you are owning up to what the fuck you have going on and just realizing everybody has shit going on
1: yeah i'm telling you it's very humbling and liberating is such a great word like so what it is what it
0: is you fucking worry about not worrying about people's approval and acceptance. Once I finally figured that shit out, life got way, way, way easier and way, way funner, you know? Way
1: fucking funner.
0: Yeah, not being embarrassed by shit, being able to laugh at shit that's fucked up. Like that's just the best way to handle it. Yes,
1: for sure. One of the reasons I really love my client is she makes fun of her disability and her predicament all the time, like constant cracking jokes. And you know, that's how we would be. Yes. And so I, I really admire that about her, you know, so Mm -hmm. a kindred spirit, like, fuck it. I mean, you have to, so there's that. And then this one is a really, really long write in. Um, I'm just going to, and and then I think they wrote back and asked not to read the write-in. So there's, there's a part that, um, it says, uh, my original question is, could you talk about like the wrong that you've done to your friends intentionally or even most more so unintentionally and subconsciously? That you've learned from, and what made you unlearn certain behaviors—books, movies, dreams, etc. As far as how do you be a good friend? Right. I had to just grow up. You, I I was just gonna say, growing up and life experience.
0: Yeah, I was not a good friend for a while. I was a bully for a while, and growing up, and not proud of that. Um, and I.
1: Your tough exterior. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Thank God you had that maturity in you, because I tried to bully her and other friends also. And you know I was just such an unhappy, angry fucking kid that like I was just lashing out wherever, like on people that didn't deserve it. But I had to really grow up and kind of figure that out about myself that and that made me be a better friend to other people like i had to kind of accept what i was really feeling what the real problem was with me right let's um to this person therapy right mm-hmm.
1: because if you're doing things that harm your friends or again you're around people that are harming you those aren't your people right, right? so right. therapy self evaluation are great tools to be a better friend to have better friends um i don't think i've ever intentionally and i and i don't say this like on a high horse but i don't think i've ever intentionally hurt a friend's feelings but that's because of my own fucking trauma responses right and i have one of my biggest fears is hurting people I love because I saw the outcome of people that I loved
0: mm-hmm. intentionally hurting others as a kid. So, whereas I had the opposite reaction I was hurt, so I wanted to hurt everybody in the world. Right. I wanted to right. fight everybody, I wanted to torment everybody. I was angry at everything. So, yeah, yeah. we totally different responses to fucking yep. shit.
1: I would say therapy, 100% for sure.
0: Therapy. Cause that's what it all comes down to. Therapy really dictates therapy and understanding yourself really help you like, um, know how to, what type of behaviors and and attitudes and shit to accept, but also what to put out to other people. Yes, Cause anytime like there's been conflict, it always comes down to like what I'm dealing with internally with myself or like, or with the other person that I'm having conflict with, if they have an issue with something within themselves, you know? So right. it's like, it all really comes down to just knowing yourself better and being able to like, I don't boundaries. know. Yeah. Setting boundaries and like t- taking good care of yourself. Yeah.
1: Speaking of therapy, I wanted to share this. I, I got permission from the listener. Um, it's somebody we just love, but I was talking to her and she was telling me how um, like a year and a half ago, uh, her and her husband were having some issues with communication. Um, and she gave him the referral code to better help from us. Wow. And he started doing therapy. He went through the first therapist was just telling him shit he wanted to hear. And he was like, this isn't beneficial to me. Uh-huh. So Switched a couple times. He finally found a therapist that worked for him and, like, really put a mirror up to his face. Right. Wow. And she said that fucking him going to therapy, like, saved them. Like, it changed him. He's very good at self evaluating, recognizing toxic fucking behaviors, toxic communicating um, issues. Um, it just was such a positive fucking therapy story. I was like, can I share this? Was that's
0: like, hella yeah. good. I'm hella happy I, to hear that.
1: Yeah, she said like complete 180.
0: I mean, that's really all it comes down to, I feel like. Like if you're not getting along with your partner or a friend or a relative or whatever, there's something underlying that needs to be dealt with whether internally yeah yeah and it's like if you don't know how to deal with it yourself which a lot of us don't you know get professional help to process the shit so that it could stop being a problem for you and your loved ones it's selfish to expect people to deal with you and you're not trying to make it easier you know and and Yeah. I had to realize that for myself. That's, that's really why I got on meds in the first place. It's like, I was like, I can't keep expecting people to tolerate my behavior and my lashing out and fucking rudeness. Um, because I have shit, I need to work out.
1: Right. You know, it comes down to how much do you value the people that you love in your life? Right. Because if you keep doing these fucked up behaviors, they're going to step further and further away. Exactly. Right. Do you value these relationships?
0: You know what I mean. Mm-hmm.
1: It's been a great episode.
0: I'm glad to hear that that, that good write in. I mean, I don't know the whole thing, but it sounds like it had a happy ending.
1: Um. Yeah, the listener that told me that was great, and to the listener asking about the friend stuff therapy for sure.
0: Yeah. And that's all I got for today. All right. I'm going to go find something else to watch by myself on a Saturday night. (laughs) I don't want to be fucking bothered. (laughs) I am going to go lay in my bed and
1: watch two and a half men with all my animals snuggled on me. I woke up the other morning and I had Zach, my Belgian Malinois, fighting with Leo, my snowshoe Siamese, and they were on top of me on each side fighting with each other fighting. over who got to lay on me while you're sleeping while I'm asleep, and that's how I woke up
0: that sounds like my cat in the glove box nightmare <laughs> that's what that sounds like to me that would be a fucking living nightmare but close your door cuddle up with all of them yeah and pretend you're home alone
1: that I am well I have kids here but my husband is out reliving his youth with his friends
0: <laughs> it's great i love that get out yeah he he needs
1: a night out so there's that's great
0: yeah all right well, i'm looking forward to movie night so thank you for hanging out with us please thank rate a review subscribe all the good stuff thank you for
1: sharing us we got some more new reviews so thank you
0: thank you, you. guys are the best
1: we really have the best listeners in the world. Um, and that's it. Love y'all.
0: Suck it easy. Go to bed.